Hey, hey, what's up? It's Azizu back again, E-Society Podcast, back with another special edition. But before I go any further, it's the Niz. Yo, yo, what's up, everybody? We're back. It's uh, more list time. Uh, coming at you with uh, Slash.com. Sci-fi box office bombs that deserve a second chance. Nice. Mm, we'll, we'll see. I'm sure. We'll see. We'll see. I guarantee you. Well, this is just a guess because, again, we don't we don't read these lists uh, before uh, we read them to you. Uh, I'm going to say Blade Runner uh, 2049. 2049. <laughs> <laughs> this list. So. You, yeah. Bet uh, on it. <laughs> but yeah, uh, let's uh, let's get this list going. All right. Uh, I guess there's no numbers. It just it just gonna give us however many. But um, I'll start off with the first one. Um, this is a film that came out. I think it was before everything fell apart. So 2019, 2018, maybe, um, maybe sooner. But uh, Underwater stars uh, Kristen Stewart. Uh, did you end up seeing that one? I didn't, and I've seen it's been available like streaming, like HBO, I think, for a long time. Maybe it's even gone now. And I saw it there forever, and I just never clicked play on it. I was kind of intrigued. If I remember right, you thought it was not great, but okay, if I'm remembering right? Uh, well, shit, this came out 2020. Um, it must have been earlier in the year. Yeah, and- it was like January. It was like January. It was, uh, it was all right. I mean, the beginning it started. That's what out, I remember. Yeah. And then it just, to me, it just kind of fell apart. Yeah, it was an earlier movie. January tenth is when this one came out. Right. And a crew of oceanic researchers working for a deep sea drilling company try to get safety after a mysterious earthquake devastates their deep water research and drilling facility located at the bottom of the Mariana Trench, wherever that is. I think um, that's the Atlantic. I don't know. I watched some of these nature shows where they talk about that. <laughs> it, the effects and everything were good, and it was a little claustrophobic when the earthquake hit because they were finding uh, people trapped in the rubble. But I think once they got outside and towards the end when we see uh, the the creatures and everything, I was kind of like, mm, I don't know. Um, you know what? Maybe this list is true. Maybe I need to watch it again to see. Yeah, yeah. I should give it a shot. I thought about it a bunch of times, and then I was like, eh, next time, next time. Yeah. It was like I just kept shrugging it off. (laughs) I'll have to give it another shot because I just saw it the one time, and I wasn't um, wasn't blown away or satisfied with with it when it was over. But Right, right. Oh, man. Um, Sorry, everyone. Uh, Moving on. Um, this is one that I own, but I still haven't watched this yes, yet. Um, this is uh, Annihilation. Um, oh, yeah. I don't. Did you see that one? I did. Um, I was excited for it. And it's definitely one that's like more of a of a thinker and it's got like a psychological level to it. And, you know, it's deep in that way, but, um, I don't know. I think I, I thought something else going into it. So 
Um, yeah, I thought it was all right. Good. But, uh, yeah, not bad. <laughs> all right, Annihilation 2018. A biologist signed up for a dangerous secret expedition into a mysterious zone where the laws of nature don't apply. Uh, all I remember is uh, Natalie Portman, Jennifer Jason Lee, and Tessa Thompson. And um, Benedict Wong. And, I think uh, Oscar Isaac is in it Isaac too. And a bunch of other people. But um, yeah, I, I I bought it like probably during one of the sales, uh, holiday sales, and I just never yeah. <laughs> watched it. So I really can't say much uh, about it. But um, I guess I'll have to give it a shot and see uh, what it is. I mean, because I, I had heard people saying that it was good, and some people were saying it was bad. Yeah, I think you got to be in the right mood for it. It's definitely one of those because, like I said, it's more like of a thinker and like a metaphysical state of the universe type of deal, you know? <laughs> yeah, this one was direct, written and directed by Alex Garland. Um, uh, I'll, I'll, have to, I'll have to check it out because... Um, I, I can't say much on it, but um, alrighty, moving on. Um, well, I guessed right. Blade Runner twenty four. Hey, there it is. Once again, this has yeah. got to be like the third uh, list pod that we've done that it's shown up. <laughs> like, oh, really? <laughs> I, yeah. I I think we even brought it up on the uh, the eighties rom com one. I think I I, I just remember we it. did. Yeah. <laughs> We bring up this movie pretty much every uh, anchor episode. Yeah. But, um, oh, like, now it's a given. Now it's a given. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm just going to have to just watch it. Uh, I think it's still in the plastic, too. So. Wow, uh, yeah. Give it a shot. Oh, well, yeah. You know what? We're going to do a, um, a ESP Rewind on this one. We, we've talked Damn about me. it so much. We might as well <laughs> uh, dive into it because I don't remember yeah. it. Might yeah, as right. well, and you know I got the love for it. I love this film. So I, I I'll gladly revisit. I'll <laughs> I'll watch the original one first, and then then watch this one. So, right. yeah, get ready, get it ready for that one, everyone. It'll be here yes. on uh, the anchor feed uh, once we get it out. All right. Yes. Moving. Um, this was a movie I thought was awesome. Uh, Tom Cruise's uh, Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, it was basically Groundhog's Day. Um, let me see. When did this come out? Uh, twenty four. Damn, twenty fourteen. Is that long ago? It's crazy. Uh, <laughs> a soldier fighting aliens gets to relive relive the same day over and over again. The day restarted every time he dies. So yeah, Groundhog's Day with Tom Cruise just throws some uh, sci fi action and fighting. Uh, this also stars uh, Emily Blunt, uh, the late great Bill Paxton. Brendan Gleeson, Jonas Armstrong, and a bunch of other people. But uh, directed by uh, Doug Liam. I seen this once, and I saw it when it came out. I have it, and I just never did a rewatch. But um, I thought it was good. I mean, I left the theater like, wow, man, I was hella good. Especially uh, the special effects, and I just love uh, sci-fi and pretty much robots and everything that was going on in this. And uh, it was like, every time he died, it would just start over again. So um, I thought, I thought it was really good. I'll definitely uh, rewatch this one, but um, 
Uh, did you see this one in the theater? I did. I saw it in the theater. Um, I don't think I own it, but uh, definitely wouldn't mind having it in the collection. I do like this film a lot. The one interesting thing I found of it, this is the only one of the only times I can ever remember. Um, they did a thing where they tried to change the name of the film like during the marketing like it was Edge of Tomorrow. And then I, I saw on some things they changed the name of the film to uh, Live, Die, Repeat. <laughs> I saw that, and then at the very bottom it said Edge of Tomorrow. Right. So I just thought it was like a poster thing, because it says that on the actual uh, Blu-ray box, but it says right, Edge right. of Tomorrow on, on, the, on, the, on the side. So, but Yeah. Uh, I don't know. All I remember is that it was over. It started over and over again each time he died. So um, I kind of really don't even remember uh, the whole premise of the film. But I did leave the theater saying that movie was awesome. But I just never yeah, would. Same. Yeah, same. All righty, moving on. Um, we've talked about this one before, uh, probably briefly. But there was a lot of people that didn't like this movie. And I don't understand why. Um, if you guys remember the uh, when did that uh, 1985 Stallone one, Judge Dredd, uh, I liked it, but everybody was like, "Oh my god, that movie was terrible." <laughs> it wasn't Judge Dredd; it was basically just a sci-fi Stallone film. But uh, Dredd that came out in uh, 2012 and it was directed by Pete Travis. Uh, starring Carl Urban, Olivia Thrill Derby, I think that's her name, Lena Headey, uh, Rachel Wood, um, and Wood Harris, and a bunch of other people. Um, I thought this movie was awesome. I mean, I loved yeah. every minute of this film. Uh, in a violent futuristic city where the police have the authority to act like judge, jury, and executioner, a cop teams up with a trainee to take down a gang that deals uh, the reality alter with uh, the reality altering drugs slow mo. Uh, this is basically the raid, but uh, with Judge Dredd in it, uh, fighting each uh, level uh, before he gets up to the big boss, which is uh, Lena Headey at the end. I saw this movie the last night it was in the theater, the very last showing. Uh, I saw it in 3D because that was the way to see it. This film was shot with the 3D cameras. And the special effects, especially during the slow-mo scene, uh, looked amazing. And this movie was what Judge Dredd uh, that I grew up with, uh, being really violent uh, and keeping his helmet on the whole time. <laughs> so, but uh, I, again, I do like the the, the the 90s Judge Dredd with Stallone, but this one blew that movie away. Yeah, uh, does. Yes, <laughs> I was hoping for a sequel, but we never got it. Uh, there is rumors they want to do it. Carl Urban wants to do it, but would love to see it. Would love yeah, to see it. but um, I don't. I, I guess it bombed. I'm not really sure, but um, it wasn't a huge bomb. But it also wasn't like a success. I think you know, it wasn't like a huge hit. And how could it be? It was so are basically like it's hard to be a, a box office are really you know yeah so but uh if you guys haven't seen this uh definitely check this one out and um 
Highly recommended. Uh, you can just buy it because this movie was awesome. If you like violence and, and good special effects, um, it's still good, even the regular 2D version and everything, but the, this movie was awesome. And I'm sure all you uh, Judge Dredd fans, uh, you uh, 2000 AD fans, already seen this film because this, this is the Judge Dredd that we wanted. Uh, awesome film. Uh, all right, this one. I saw bits and pieces of it, uh, mainly the, um, the the nude Scarlett Johansson scenes. But this is uh, Under the Skin. I don't know what this movie is about. And again, I only <laughs> saw uh, a little bit of it. Um, did you see this one? I did. And this is another one I was like, like excited for and I couldn't wait to see. And when you see it. It's way more of an art house type film trying to be, you know, speaking to you on a deeper level type of thing. So I say it's a pretty tough watch, uh, in my opinion. I saw it getting all the love and the hype and I get that. I understand that it's, it's something different and it tries to make you think and it's unique and different and artsy, but not what I wanted from it. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is directed by Jonathan Glazer. Uh, a mysterious young woman seduces lonely men in the evening hours in Scotland. However, events lead her to begin a process of self-discovery. Uh, stars the beautiful Scarlett Johansson, Jerry McWilliams, Lindsay Taylor, Dougie McConnell, and a bunch of other people. Yeah, I, I can't speak on this one. I, I have no, pretty much no idea what it was but um one of my buddies said he went to the theater to see it and he was like man i wanted my money back but i don't blame him yeah it's a tough watch it really is it's uh, funny yeah. how i've seen all of these <laughs> if you have showtime it's on there so uh check it out uh, under the skin um moving on let's get to uh we talked about this not the last pod, I think the pod before, or who knows? I this is another one we've always been bringing up lately. Uh, Dune. Um, well, we'll go into it a little bit more when we got uh, um, Chris on the show. Um, but yeah, I guess this is uh, is this the Dune? Oh, oh no, I'm sorry. This is the original Dune. I thought I'd see. I see. Uh, Dino De Laurentiis' name right here in the article. All right, this it's shown. Uh, my internet show slow, everyone, but they ju it just popped up. It's this is the David Lynch film. Um, awesome, I love it. Uh, go listen to our uh, Dune show we did. I think two years ago, either two years ago or last year. I I don't remember, but it, it it's it's an awesome show. Uh, I believe this is streaming on uh, HBO Max. So uh, definitely check it out uh, if you have it. But Doom, yeah, we don't, we don't need to dive into that one. No. Nope. Yep. All right, this next one. I think we've also talked about this one again. Children of Men. Uh, is this that one with... Um, uh, what the heck's his name? Uh, is that uh, Ralph? Ralph? Or no, Clive no, Owen. Uh, uh, Clive Owen, yeah. Julianne Moore. Yeah, yeah. This is uh, that one. Uh, in 2027, only a few years from now, <laughs> a chaotic world in which men, or which women, have become 
somehow in, 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 infertile. A former activist agrees to help transport a Mike Merrick something pregnant woman in a sanctuary at sea uh okay um i didn't see this one did you the distant future the year 2000 <laughs> um, uh, i this is another one i need to revisit i had it on but uh didn't really absorb it per se uh, and I've heard a lot of praise for it since then. So it's definitely one I need to revisit. So, um, yeah. Well, we've talked about uh, this before, kind of. Um, when watching me, watching me watching movies growing up and seeing these movies about the future, like 2001 and 2010 yeah. and, and, and crazy stuff like that, especially or even like uh, Road Warrior and Mad Max and all that. Uh, even class of 1984. The future always turned into a post-apocalyptic world. and yeah. uh, Will we ever get that? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I hope not. But uh, yeah. Well, some say that it, it's already started the way with the whole, you know, masks and everything. <laughs> Uh, 2027 is only uh, five years away uh, from now, so we'll see uh, how the world is then. And we'll come back and we'll talk about children of men. But um, Yep. <laughs> all right. Uh, oh, this movie was amazing. Um, I didn't see this in a the theater. I saw it. Uh, somebody brought it to work, and they were like, oh, man, you, you'll love this movie. And this is uh, 1998. Uh, Alex. Proyas, I think that's to say his last name. Uh, Dark City. Uh, a man struggles with memories of his past, which include a wife he cannot remember and a nightmarish world no one else ever seems to wake up from. Uh, this stars Rufus Sowell, Kiefer Sutherland, the beautiful Jennifer Conley, William Hurt. Um, Riff, I think was he was he Riffraff? Uh, Richard O'Brien. Yeah, Rich Raff, Riff Raff from um, the Rocky Horror. Uh, Bruce Spence, he was the, the gyro, speaking of Road Warrior, he was the gyro cap in uh, the Road Warrior. And uh, he was also in uh, Beyond Thunderdome. Uh, Ian Richardson and a bunch of other people. All right. I have not seen this film in a really long time, but Same. I thought it was awesome. I mean, I loved it so much. I was like, it's, uh, I think we brought it on VHS. Um, I remember I went. I remember renting it again to watch it, and then uh, once it came out on the DVD, I bought it, and then I have it on Blu-ray now. Um, but this movie was awesome. I loved it. It was that's what it was. It was a dark city. The whole movie pretty much takes place uh, in, in the dark. But um, I thought this movie was hella good. Uh, I'm definitely gonna have to rewatch it because I have not seen this movie in a really long time. Same. But, uh, <laughs> did you see it in theater or after? I did not see it in theater. I saw it afterwards. Um, and yeah, it's definitely probably worth a revisit because it probably hasn't been since the 90s that I saw it. Probably, uh, what was that, 98? So yeah, probably 99 is when I actually saw it. <laughs> Alrighty, moving on. This next one. Oh. This was a, a remake. Uh, film came out in uh, 
1988. I'm sorry. And this was directed by Chuck Russell. And this is the remake of The Blob. Uh, a deadly entity from space crashes near a small town and begins consuming everyone in its path. Uh, panic ensues and shady government scientists try to contain the horrific creature. Uh, did you see this one? The 88 version? Yeah. I don't think I have. If I have, it was only clips. Uh, I only seen the 58 version. <laughs> All right. Um, this was was it written by uh, Chuck Russell and Frank Darabont? Uh, they were the ones. Uh, Frank Darabont. If you guys ever get to meet him, uh, definitely get talk him up. He's awesome to talk to. I've met him a few times. Um, but this stars uh, the beautiful Shawnee Smith, uh, the awesome Kevin Dillon, Donovan Litch Jr., Jeffrey Du Dimon, uh, Kenny Clark, Joe Seneca. Uh, Paul McCrane and a bunch of other people. Uh, Bill Mosley's in it as well, uh, just for a little bit. But this movie is fucking awesome. Uh, out of remakes, this is definitely one of my favorite ones. Uh, I love this movie. I had it on VHS. I bought the. Um, I didn't get it on. I think it was. I guess it was on DVD, but I never got it. But I got the. Um, I had to buy import of this uh i think it was from australia before uh the american release was released by scream factory so but i love this movie this movie was so awesome uh i remember uh did, did we see the, no the first time i saw it was uh on, my friend rented it and brought it in but then i remember seeing it in the drive-in um it must have just been one of those show old movie nights at the driving, but I remember going to see this, and this movie was fucking hella good. Uh, I loved it. The special effects are amazing. It's late 80s special effects. It is, um, there was a lot of stop, stop uh, animation, animation, whatever you call that, but there's also um, the practical effects as well, and uh, the crazy when they add the, the special effects to, to the actual uh, movie itself, the, the screen, it, it looks totally cheesy and fake and everything, but it's just, just how it is. But um, this movie was awesome. I, I loved every minute of it. I love the, the Steve McQueen one uh, just cause it's the original and, and it's awesome. But this one, uh, it did that movie justice. It's way more violent uh, than the original, uh, a lot of blood and gore and, guys know me I, I love that type of stuff but um this movie is amazing so if you guys have not seen it i don't know if it's streaming anywhere but you can uh rent it uh if you have prime video for uh, 2.99 this is something definitely uh this you you should watch uh if you haven't seen it if you loved uh, the original blob but uh yeah this this movie is amazing um moving on uh all right, I seen this one a really, really long time ago. Uh, and this is, hold on, let me, uh, let me see, let me try to, uh, I didn't see it in 72, because that's when it came out. I had seen it uh, probably whenever it was uh, on TV, but this was a film directed by Douglas uh, Trumbull, and this is Silent Running. 
In a future where all flora is extinct on Earth, an astronaut is given orders to destroy the last of Earth's uh, Bhutani, Bhutanay, or however, uh, kept in a greenhouse uh, aboard a spacecraft. Um, this is before uh, Star Wars, but um, I've always liked sci-fi stuff like Star Trek and everything when that was on TV, but... Um, I saw this one when it was on TV. I think it was after after Star Wars, so uh, I was all about uh, robots and everything. And I remember there was uh, some cool little robots in this film, but this is a film that stars Bruce Dern, uh, Clifton Potts, uh, Ron Rifkin, uh, Jesse Vent, and a bunch of other people. Uh, again, I saw this a really, really long time ago. Uh, this is a young, young Bruce Dern, and I don't remember much of it. Um, I know it's on Blu-ray. I'm definitely going to have to just uh, pick it up. I, I do remember liking it, but I can't remember exactly what was going on. But it's early 70s uh, sci-fi, so of, of course it's going to be cheesy and everything. All practical effects, so uh, it's good. Oh, mat, matting the the matting effects. How how they do that when they add things uh, to to live action. So there's a lot of that. I do remember the models and the sets and everything being cool. So um, definitely check this one out uh, if you guys uh, can find it somewhere. But have you heard or seen this one? Uh, just watching a clip of it now. Uh, I can't remember it per se. I may have. Like you said a long time ago, but uh, no, I don't, I don't, I don't remember this at all. <laughs> all right. Uh, the, I, yeah, I was. It was before your time, and I, I was a little kid when I saw it, so I'll definitely have to give it a, a rewatch. Sure, right. I'll watch. <laughs> um. Okay, I guess that is the the bottom, the 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 last film on this list. But now I'm coming across another another list. Fantasy box office bombs that deserve a second chance. All right, let me just run through the we'll run through this one really quick, and uh, just just say uh, what you can. So this actually we're gonna give you two lists on this episode. All right, uh, the first one on this list I don't I saw it once I don't remember it at all. This is uh, the Thirteenth Warrior with um, Antonio Banderas. Did you see this one? Uh. That sounds familiar, but hold on one second. 13th Warrior, because I may have. Uh... Came out in 99. Oh, that one. Okay, yes. I did see it, but yeah, it's been a long time. And it's not like I was like that excited. This actually brings me back to the days of uh, Blockbuster Video. Pretty sure that's where I first saw it. <laughs> I saw it at Mike's house. He was like, oh, man, this is a good movie. Let's watch it. I was like, all right. So we threw it in and we watched it. I remember liking it, but I don't remember anything. Um, the 13th Warrior. A man have a man fallen have fallen in love with a young woman is sent by the Sultan himself on a diplomatic mission to a distant land as an ambassador. Stopping at a Viking village port to restock on supplies, he finds himself unwittingly in a quest to banish a mysterious threat in a distant Viking land. Reading that does not spark any memories of this film. But um, 
I don't remember like not liking it. I remember I sat through the whole thing and like, oh, that was cool, but I I don't even remember what was going on that one. All right, this one, this is the Disney one. I saw it once and do not remember it. Uh, the Black Cauldron. Do you remember that one? Black. Oh. Uh, 1985. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, Disney's uh, so-called, uh, I'm yeah. sure they've had other flops, but this is like one of the only ones they'll like admit to. But interestingly, um, they have like revisited in the past few years, like they had a Funko Pop set from it of the uh, hero and the villain of the film. So uh I got him just because, uh, especially I thought the villain looked really cool from this. I I, I don't think I've seen this one, but uh, direct came out in 85, directed by Ted yep. Brown and Richard, uh, Richard Rich. Yeah, Richard Rich. Yeah, Richie Rich. Um, a young boy and a group of misfits friends embark on a quest to find dark magic. Uh, I don't, a, a dark magic item. Of ultimate power before a diabolical tyrant, before a diabolical tyrant can. Uh, sounds cool. Um, yeah, darker than usual. Disney animation uh, is what it's described as, and yeah, like it did not do well for them. I remember it. Uh, it uh, they were on a bad path as far as animation before they had their uh, '90s rebound of hit after hit. <laughs> uh, I have to see if it's on uh, Disney Plus because I don't picture, think it is. Sadly, uh, the picture I'm seeing on here looks pretty sweet. It looks like some uh, some uh, skeleton soldiers. Um, I thought this yeah. was for a second, but all right, yeah, the Black Cauldron. Um, this is a film. The next one I have not seen, and I don't know anything about it. But this is a film called Brazil. Oh yeah, Brazil, Brazil. Yeah. Oh, you got to see Brazil. Yeah. This is like uh, one of those, uh, it's uh, Terry uh, Gillum, uh, his whole deal. And yeah, it's like a dystopian future, kind of like we were just talking about, like the distant future of the year 2000. Um, but uh, what's kind of most amazing about it is uh, De Niro's in it, uh, surprisingly. Uh, De Niro's role. Yeah, you got to see this. This is one actually I, I would highly recommend you uh, checking out. Got all kinds of people on it. Jonathan Price, Kim Grist, Robert De Niro, Catherine Hammond, Ian Holm, Bob Hos yep. Hoskins, Michael Plain, Ian Richardson, and a bunch of other. She's got a hell of people in it. All right. It yeah. does. Yeah. The uh, same guy that did Monty Python and Time Bandits. Uh, yeah. Sick. Like a time band, it's uh, all right. Yeah, I'll check this one out. Yeah, uh, I recommend it. <laughs> I never heard anybody say anything. You're probably the first person I ever heard talk about this movie. So, yeah, I, I, I never seen this one. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, for uh, sure. <laughs> uh, this one I never heard of. It's called The Fall. Um, the Fall from the 2006. Is it? Is that it? Two thousand six? I think so. Let me. Mm. Yeah. yeah. No. 
That's it. 2006, the fall. Um, nope, uh, not me. Directed by Tarsum Singh. I don't know who he is. Uh, in a hospital uh, on the outskirts of 1920s Los Angeles, an injured stuntman begins to tell a fellow patient and a little girl with a broken arm a fantastic story of five mythical heroes. Thanks to his uh, fractured state of mind uh, and her vivid imagination, the line between fiction and reality blur as the tale advances. That sounds cool. Um, so it's available on Amazon. Um, uh, is that Prime? I don't know. Uh, the pictures I'm looking at it looks cool. I mean, it was in the early 2000s. Um, sounds like something I'd like. I'll have to check this one out. This one's the fall. I don't know anything else about it. But um, moving on, this I did not see, and I think you did because I remember you talking about it. Final Fantasy: The Spirits Within. Spirits Within. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's cool but also kind of lacking uh, especially if you do play Final Fantasy it has a few elements in it there's chocobos and whatnot but uh, and it's it's you can clearly you know distinguish the voice Alec Baldwin Steve Buscemi Ming Rames Ming Nolan uh, all cool and awesome but at, at, at the end of the day like it wasn't Final Fantasy enough in my opinion I never played the game, so I, I, I don't have any idea uh, right. what you're talking about. <laughs> what was funny was like actually going to see it in the theater and seeing like the amount of people that actually showed up for this. Because uh, at that time, 2001, like a fully CGI movie like this, it actually was kind of groundbreaking in that way. Like that really didn't happen, you know, like a CGI movie, you know? Yeah, I never got into the game, so I never had any interest to see it. I, I, I do remember another friend of mine loving all that and went and seen it and said it was terrible. So I, It's I, just nothing like what the Final Fantasy game series is. That's its biggest problem. You want to call it Final Fantasy, and then you only have, like, a few elements from it. Like, overall, it was... Not Final Fantasy enough. <laughs> Guess I got all the fans in there to watch it. But yeah. All right. This one I seen once, and I know it bombed uh, because a lot of people didn't like it. I thought it was all right. This is a film that uh, uh, the the town, little hick town that I live in, in Susanville, California. Uh, we finally got uh, 3D movies there, and this was the first one they showed. We actually saw it uh, the first night at the. Uh, remodeled uh, Sierra Theater. Um, and this is John Carter. Um, I have not seen it uh, since then, but I thought it, I liked it. I liked what was going on. I know a lot of people came out in uh, 2012, uh, directed by Andrew Stanton, the stars Taylor Kitsch, Lynn Collins, William Defoe, Samantha Morton, Thomas is it Harden, Harden Church. Uh, was he the same man? Uh, Mark Strong and a bunch of other people. Oh, and uh, Brian Cranston was in it as well. Uh, <laughs> excuse me. Uh, transported from 
Barsom, a Civil War vet, discovers a barren planet seemingly inhabited by 12-foot-tall barbarians. Finding himself prisoner to these creatures, he escapes only to encounter Wula and a princess in a desperate need of a savior. Uh, I thought the effects and everything were cool. Uh, I liked what was going on. Yeah, it was it was a long movie. It was two hours and twelve minutes, and it did drag in some spots. But uh, for what it was, I I, I enjoyed it. But uh, again, that was, I only seen it the one time, and I, I never saw it again. Um, did you see this one? I did, and you know it's funny. Um, I remember this is one of the times where before it like came out, like even opening weekend, I remember hearing the talk about that it was a flop and a failure. And I remember talking about that, especially with Jade and my mom when we went to see it in the theater. And that somehow like rallied my mom to like really like enjoy this film. And I remember like as soon as it came out on DVD, she like picked it up and it became one of her movies she always had in rotation for years and years. So um, while I pretty much just watched it that one time in the theater. It's funny, like how often, like over the years it's, it's come up, you know, in, in discussion. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm pretty sure it's on Disney plus. I love to give it another watch. Cause I, I really don't remember much of it, but all right. Um, I believe this is the last one to end this list. And this is, um, this came out in the eighties, uh, labyrinth. With, oh, uh, yeah. Um, super classic. What's his nuts? Bowie. Uh, David Bowie and uh, Jim Henson direct this one, right? Yep. Uh, yep, yep, yep. Super classic. Yeah. What the hell? Oh, 1986 uh, is when this one came out. Um, yeah, directed by Jim Henson. Uh, 16-year-old Sarah is given 13 hours to solve a, a labyrinth and rescue her baby brother, Toby, when her wish for him to be taken away is granted by the Goblin King, is it Jareth or Jareth? Yeah, uh, character. Uh, stars uh, Academy Award winner Jennifer Conley, uh, Toby Frown, Shirley Thompson, Christopher Malcolm, and a bunch of other people in this. Uh Tiga loves this film. Uh, I yeah. saw it when it first came out, and I don't think I've seen it since then. <laughs> but uh, I, I loved all the practical effects. Um, I think this uh, Dark Crystal came out before this one, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I, I was all in, and I was, I was a David Bowie fan. So uh, Yeah, good. love Bowie. And yeah. he's so good in this, too. So. Yeah, yeah, so he, he he's a good actor, and when he's singing and everything, so uh, all that was pretty cool. Mm. Yeah, super classic. Oh, I, geez, I, there's more on this list. I thought that was it. But just a big advertisement in between. But uh, let me just run through this one. I never saw this one. Lady Hawk with uh, Matthew Broderick and uh, Rector Hauer, and I believe the beautiful uh, Michelle Pfeiffer's in this. See this one? I did not. Uh, this is directed by Richard Donner, and yeah, I never saw this one. Interesting. You think I would have because you just look at like what it's like: Willow, Legend, Enemy Mine, uh, 
Last Starfighter, Cocoon, Beastmaster, Inner Space. I've seen everything that it's like. But yeah, no, I never heard of Lady Hawk. Yeah, I never seen this one. Uh, well, speaking of legend, legend. Uh, legend. Yep. There you go. <laughs> the Ridley Scott film starred Tom Cruise, and um, I can't remember the chick's name. I do not remember this at all. I seen it the one time when it came out, and never again. I Sorry. just was Sorry. never much back then. It it's funny to see it's got such a bad meta score. I don't even think I knew that it had a bad reputation. I just knew it. Uh, I think it was one of those. Uh, like I, I've said this a few times on pods, like a lot of uh, 80s release, if it had a uh, VHS release, it'd be you'd rent it like over and over again, like or you didn't see anything else. You're like, let's rent Legend again, like that kind of thing, you know. <laughs> All righty, moving on. Mortal Engines. I didn't see it. Did you? I did. And um, I thought it was OK. <laughs> uh this one i didn't No, you know what i did see it but i do not remember anything i just remember um matthew mcconaughey and Kristen bale was in it and this is a uh, reign of fire um oh, yeah. remember post-apocalyptic world dragons and all that that's as bad as much as i remember in it but uh yeah the interesting thing about that is that movie definitely has a cult following like i follow some people online that uh, like live and die by that film and are like referencing it like all the time. So uh, it's definitely got its following. That's for sure. <laughs> I thought it was all right. All right. Sorry about the airplane noise. <laughs> but, uh, all right. This is, this is the last one on the list. Okay. Um, I love this film. I know a lot of people didn't, and um, they're probably going, uh, why do you like this? It's not like uh, the cartoons. But uh, Masters of the Universe came out oh. in 1987. It's uh, directed by Gary Goddard. Uh, stars uh, Dolph Lundgren, Frank Langella, Meg Foster, Billy Barty, Courtney Cox, uh, Robert Duncan, and a bunch of other people in this. This movie was awesome. I don't care what anybody says. I love uh, Masters of the Universe. Uh, the, hero the heroic warrior He-Man battles against the evil Lord Skeletor and his enemies of darkness for the control of Castle Greatskull. It's goofy. It, it, the, effects are, the effects were cool. The fighting sucked, but it was late 80s. Uh, they were just trying to cash in off the, the animated show, which was awesome. Um wasn't really feeling Kevin Smith's Masters of the Universe. It was a little more dark, but it was what it was. But it. <laughs> uh, we never got another one, uh, movie-wise. But this movie, I love it. I still love it today. Uh, I can watch it, and again, goofy, cheesy, but that's what we got in the '80s, especially in the late '80s. So, but Masters yeah. is uh, is one of my favorite. Um, sword and sorcerer type of films uh, there's a bunch of other ones that came out in the 80s along with conan and all that but um yeah masters universe um I, I i love that film but um sorry to just end this uh abruptly but yeah we gotta end it here because uh yeah yeah let's head out i, I gotta get back <laughs> in there everybody but uh, 
yeah, thanks for listening. And um, yeah, come back for more. We got more lists because I see there's another list after these two lists. And, and yeah, I'm to get into it. But, and don't forget that IGN one I sent you on Insta. We yeah. still gotta do that. One. We, gotta, we got we one, gotta, another one there. Yeah, <laughs> so I'll keep it on this uh, site for. I do want to do this next list. Plus, I found a few other ones. But yeah. um, all right, everyone. Yeah, uh, IGN one. <laughs> yeah, we'll do that one next. Um, yeah. Thanks for listening, and uh, come back for more here. And shoot on over to the Reagan Net- Network for everything else. I listen to our best of. You guys haven't listened to those. Uh, yeah, but until next time, everyone, be safe out there and party on. Yep. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Till next time, have fun, be safe, and we'll see you next time. This is Society.